Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to a very special edition of Inside the Firm. It's special because we have YouTube, our YouTube guest. Hey! So if you are watching this, I'm watching you. Can you believe Can you believe that I'm the short one, too? That's actually not true. He's taller than me by Six an one. inch. You six are one over six here. foot at most. I identify as six foot, even though I'm 5'11". Um, are you really six one? Or is, is your six one like my six foot? All right. Do you remember... Do you remember when we first started the firm and your apartment was above mine? Yeah. And uh, I was into stretching. And remember, yep, I, I yep, proved. You were a lot. And I proved to my now ex-wife that I I could grow. I was still growing. And I and wow. that so, yeah yeah. So then I literally went to the doctor just because you wanted to. Literally, yep. I hate being wrong, right? So I proved to the so then I went to the doctor and I go, hey. I've been I've been following your advice and stretching a lot because my knees were doing something weird. Okay. And I go, it's a little like uh, now I'm I'm six foot one. And he's like, oh yeah, you can do that. He's okay, like you can stretch out. yourself. Time out. You were you confirmed six foot, and then six foot one. Yes. Okay. I buy that. All I'm going to do is stretch from now. <laughs> All I'm going to do. You know who really needs to stretch? Nick Renard. Yeah. We all know that. He's got but, to really stretch it out. Besides that. Let's say I agree with you, but I, I know you haven't stretched in a long time, so you're probably back to six foot. Yep, you're probably back to six foot. Oh, Honestly, sitting a lot on the boat, too. Yeah, I feel so like you're I'm shrinking me. You're yeah. probably back to six. And that's probably true, 100%. What do you got for us? Uh, I'll tell you what I got. I have, I would like to thank our number one sponsor on this podcast. As you know, it is Arcat. And uh, if you, uh, with what, 2121 well underway and trade shows still weighing physical exhibitions, I really hope they, uh, we, at some point this summer, we can start getting back to um, going to exhibitions and trade shows and all that good stuff. It is time to start planning how you're going to get your continuing education credits this year. Arcat can help, Al. Did you know that? Along uh, I did know that. with manufacturer products, specifications, CAD, BIM, and Arcat provides a list of over 150 manufacturers with accredited courses. It's just another free resource RCAT provides to make your life a little easier. So start earning those credits at arcat.com forward slash C-E-S. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com forward slash C-E-S. Okay, you want to know what's cool? I do. I've, I've been making some business decisions while you've been fishing. Wow. And that's I'll, a lot of decisions then. And I'll tell you why. So you actually have no say in this because I already made the deal with two guys in our firm. So, but you should know about it since you co-run the business. Wow. I was watching uh, a couple, th this guy on YouTube, it's the sweetest Swedish investor. He has a lot of cool videos. Just thought that I would do it because it's about business books and things like that. And one of the books that he reviewed was, it was un... Uh, Sorry, excuse me. Common stocks and uncommon profits. Hmm. And this guy has, his, the author is Philip Fisher. Yep. He has 15 points checklist. 
to look into a stock to decide if it's a common stock with uh, uncommon profits. And first as, step one, go to Reddit, right? Money, Wall Street bets, Reddit. Well, what no? he was talking about, you know, how to investigate what's going on. Okay. And then he talked about, you know, different <clears throat> things. And I think he mentioned the Swedish investor mentioned Reddit, not Reddit, 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 Reddit. Yeah. But the reason why it was cool was evaluate your own firm on these 15 oh, points. Oh, interesting. Look right? at you. Evaluate your own form on these 15 points. Um, so here's some, and this is what led me to this challenge that I'm going to invite all the listeners and viewers in on also. Um, uh, does your company have an above average sales organization? You know, what is your sales organization? Is it just you as a single person, right? Um, w- does it have a healthy profit margin? Um, does it have outstanding executive relationships, right? Does the company have depth to its management? He goes, what is your bench? This is what the sweetest uh, investor said. I go, oh, bench. I like that idea. What is your bench? Yeah. Meaning like if we have to pull somebody off the bench or like a a basket. Is that that what he's making the analogy? Think about the depth to your management. I like this. So one of the things that we've always had at our firm is like, we want everyone to become architects. I don't know what the statistic is if it's like 20%. Let's say you're in an architecture firm over five people. Let's Mm -hmm. just make that up, right? Or 10 people. What's the architect to just draft? There's two people get you project managers on their way. It yeah. seems like it's like 20%. <clears throat> sure. I'll, I'll go with your made up statistic. Okay. We, we want it to be like 90%. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, Bob is on your job. Oh, he's just a draft sister. Eh, not really. He's actually an architect also, you know? And I thought, wouldn't it be awesome if our management bench also passed the contractor's test? multiple multiple people so there's one person in our firm brought it to up in the morning he's a tall fellow tall drink of water yeah you might know him and he's been studying for basically eight months for all these tests and i asked him i go how long have you been studying eight months i go what's one more week like, what, are you, <laughs> what are you getting at what are you getting at i go i will give you the study materials only one week here's the deal you study just as much as you studied for those other tests only for one week longer right after you're done with your test. I'll give you the materials. I'll pay for the test. And if you pass the test, I'll give you $200. Slash F9 will. I'm not giving him $200. F9 will give him $200. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then uh, the other person that's already an architect in our office, the, the tall person said, hey, ask him too. So I told the other person, I'll make the same deal with you. And he's like, I am in on this. Wow, that's cool. Yep. So going back... I, I, I think, and, and they asked, you know, like, oh, do we have to be, you know, contractors? What's all this other stuff? No, no. No, you I just take want, the test. I like, just. Yeah, we're not asking you to get licensed. We're just saying take the test. Yep. And and there's a couple things in it for everyone. One is you'll be better at knowing where to go in the IBC. Oh, that's, I keep saying that over and over again yep. about that. Yep. Yep. Plus your bench will be better in I I, th- I think it's overall the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario is you gain some more money. I mean, gain some more knowledge. That's the worst case scenario is you gain some more knowledge, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to be on this deal, here's the deal. All the listeners can be on this Interesting. deal. And, and I'm going to give you some information on how to do it. If you send me a past contractor test. Which one? B, what license? B, you could do C2. Okay, C or B? C or B, right? Okay. A, a I don't think A. And California is slightly different. 
I will give you a $100 discount on our Architect to Builder course. Nice. Or, listen to this, if you if you buy the course, I will send you a $100 check. Oh, man, look at this guy. And, it's going to be signed by Al Gore. And, well, it's going to be signed by Al Gore. And here's the reason, right? Here, here's yep. my thought process. What if you go to your boss and you say, hey, I think, what do you think about us building some projects? Like, oh, I'm on the fence. Okay, there's a couple steps to do, right? And you would already know the test. Got to take the contractor's test. Yep. You could take this course, blah, blah, blah. And <clears throat> he, and you could either preempt it and say, I've already taken the contractor's test and passed it. So now we only have to do, you know, a couple of these other steps. Or you could say, hey, if I take, if I take responsibility and take the contractor's test and pay for it, will you pay for this course? most owners will probably say yes, mm -hmm. right? Or they'll dive in, you know, like, hey, what's in it? They'll be asking in, in nice ways, what's in it for us, right? And here's the difference. Here's the sales difference. Because a lot of times I think the principal will be thinking, why am I going to substitute architecture time for contractor time? Sure. It's already a core competency. Sure. And the reason why we know is that more responsibility, more rewards, right? But we know that you're extending your profits. Here's the big one. There's a difference between you just getting work, it coming to you, and you making work. Mm -hmm. And here's the example. Right now, we're booked solid, crazy solid. Crazy solid. In the summer, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like last that summer. at all. Yep, last Not summer. Not at all. No, it was, yep. uh, it was interesting. Yep. We were still profitable and still working because we expanded into construction yes. and extended those yes. projects, right? I know civil engineers that were in the same boat, but and other architecture firms, but they didn't have that contractor. So they just sat there. Like literally, you know, they might have upped their marketing, but what? They just sit there and they're at the whims of the market. Ew. Whims of the market. So here's the difference. Make the market. Here's the difference, Mr. Bossman, to pay for this architecture builder course, right? Yes, you're exchanging some of my time, right? But what happens if there's another recession, another COVID, another thing like that? And all of a sudden, the difference now is architecture projects stop, but now you have two, three, one, one, two, three, four, five construction projects that are now floating your firm. How excited would you be? How happy would you be that we took that step now? Yeah. To have those during those times. It's literally making a better base for your firm. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing. And that's how you got to think about it. Awesome. So if you pass the contractor's test and want that discount, applied to the course or a check sent to you email me your pass test results at akg at f9productions.com boom and then oh here's how you study let's let's just go over it give yourself give yourself <coughs> a week if, if you want to be more sure sure give yourself two weeks study at you know two to three hours a day go to let me find the website it is icc-exam.com you're finding the F12 National Standard General Building Contractors Test. It's $79, right? You pay for that PDF and it gives you a whole bunch of questions, right? And then you go to, um, I'll put the links in the show notes, but man, uh, do you remember Prometric? Prometric. Prometric. Is who we have down here. Yep. That's where you schedule the test. Yep. And you can also schedule the test to do it remotely too so if you don't want to go in you don't have to go to a yeah, place all, all, all of our staff has been taking remote tests 
it's pretty yep. interesting that you get you have to get like a special camera and then it does a three it does a 360 degree view of your room you have to show them you know in certain ways that like hey i don't have any extra pencils or whatever and it's that's all legit yep yep so anyways uh do that yes you're paying some up front but you do not get rewards without risk you just you just don't and then all of a sudden you become a more <coughs> valuable employee because who who are they going to lay off the person just doing architecture work that's dried off or the one that has gotten uh, grown their base and made them st- stable during financial crisis. Think about Come it. On. Think about it. Who are you going to lay off? Yep. Not 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 that person. Yep. That's it. Uh, coupon codes also. Let's say, let's say you don't want to do any of that, but you want to get into the course because you want to start knowing the process. Uh, architectsguide2.com. This is our architects to builder course. Architectsguide2.com. Uh, you can always use the promo code capital I-T-H for inside the, oh, F, I-T-F for inside the firm, right? And that should get you 10% off. If you are listening to this right now until Sunday on 314, you can use the code word INSIDER, all capital letters, INSIDER, and you get 25% off. That's just early bird special kind of stuff. Booyah. That's all I got. Speaking of construction and contractors, Home construction may hit skids as new supply shortage looms. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. So uh, this article came across my desk uh, earlier in the week, and it is uh, from it's. So that's the title of the article: Home construction may hit skids as new supply shortage looms. Google it if you do, if you want to. It's on Fox Business. Um, a shortage of critical of a critical part used to build basements in new homes. Threatens to bring construction to a standstill, delivering the latest blow to an industry that has been squeezed by rising mortgage rates and a lumber deficiency. Number one, I would like to say this idea that uh, an industry that has been squeezed by rising mortgage rates. That's not true. The Well, they are rising now, but the and it has it has put a damper on refis. But like, let's put this in perspective, people. You're still under four percent. And the way they're printing money, it's basically free money at this point. If you if you get if you can if you can buy a house and have the equity go up. So uh, that's just a side note. But back to the article: flat steel form ties, a small piece of metal that ties together aluminum panels that make up the walls, allowing builders to pour concrete between, are in short supply due to a number of factors, including just-in-time inventory tariffs on imports and the supply chain impacts of COVID-19. This is a perfect storm of events and factors not like not unlike other material shortages that are being pressed by the continued record pace of residential construction, said Jim Beatty, executive director of the Concrete Foundations Association, a trade, a trade organization for the residential concrete industry. CFA is spearheading an unprecedented collaboration effort to offer as many solutions as possible to ensure minimal disruption to the marketplace while also maintaining quality and construction worker safety. Isn't it crazy how much pieces go together and one of those piecing pieces falling could disrupt everything? For example, let's say everyone who makes nails, let's say they merged into one nail company. Sure. And nails.com. Nails.com. And for some reason they had a mess up or they decided to close during COVID and like nails are gone. No more nails. Like they just stop. And, and that's one of 5,000 building materials that yep. can just completely shut down yep. everything. There, there, is a, there is a segment of this article that kind of leans into what is the alternative, right? Mm. The part costs about a dollar 
What's that? Rubber bands. Rubber bands. The part costs about a dollar, but is essential for building any home with a basement or crawl space. Skilled construction crews could switch to an insulated concrete form, but not many are trained to do so. Mm, I see it. About 24% of U.S. homes built in 2019 had a partial or full basement, according to the National Association of Home Builders. 14% had a crawl space. This could be catastrophic, says Tom Woods. Not Tom Woods, the uh, the guy I like, but a different one. A 55-year industry veteran and founder of Woods Construction Homes, a Blue Springs, Blue Springs, Missouri-based home builder. If you don't pour any t- any basement or basements or walls, then you're not going to build any houses, which is true. <laughs> Contractors are facing wall tie rations of one pallet per week. Uh, why did that? Why did this jump all over now? Oh. Uh, about, which can build about 10 average-sized homes. These supplies could fall to zero over the next few weeks. The shortage in particular is worrisome as it comes at a time when the weather is warming up, allowing builders to begin pouring, pouring foundations as the ground thaws from its winter freeze. There is no clear picture as to how long this is going to last, said Sean Woods, president of Ashlar Homes, a builder that specializes in homes costing between 250000 and 350000 in the Kansas City area. None of the three largest home U.S. home builders, Lennar Corp, Toll Brothers, and D.R. Horton, responded to Fox Business's request for comment. While low supplies of wall ties are at a near, near-term headwind for the industry, home builders are dealing with a lumber shortage that has driven up prices by 180%, adding about $30,000 to the cost of a smaller-sized home. And boy, oh boy, do I have some anecdotal evidence of this. All right. Which is technically empirical evidence because I just got bids in, and that's in my next segment, actually. The surge in lumber prices is really going to start becoming an issue, said Jerry Howard, CEO of the National Association of Home Builders. He notes... Price increases have resulted in lost contracts, no kidding, and declining housing projects. Shortages of cabinets, appliances, and vinyl to extrude windows have all posed problems for builders this year. As an 80% in copper prices, 80% jump in copper prices, if that's not enough, though, builders are now facing the burden. By the way, Glenn Beck was talking about the copper shortage a long time ago this summer, and if you didn't get in on uh, some of the copper stocks at that point, I feel sorry for you. I did. It's working out pretty well. Yeah. Uh, if that's not enough, builders are now facing the burden of higher mortgage rates. Uh, blah blah blah. Yeah. So again, the rate of a of a on a thirty year fixed mortgage mortgage climb to a seven year month high of three point two three percent. Oh no! Nothing. That's nothing. Your mom and dad. What was it like? Seven? Seventeen? Nineteen? That's 19. insane. Uh, but housing prices. Yeah. In the week, ended blah 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 blah, blah record low. So anyway. Uh, <clears throat> But but even perspective, go back five years. If you were under four, you were good. Three point seven five was decent four years ago. Yep. Okay. Here's here's I love this conclusion though because this conclusion is correct. Rising mortgage rates and rising lumber prices will take some of the steam off of the super hot super hot housing market, said Dr. Lawrence Yun, chief economist at the National Association of Realtors. While rising mortgage rates, higher lumber prices, and the wall tie shortage all serve as new con- serve as for new construction one thing is clear america needs to build more in order to rectify the housing shortage facing the country america if we don't have adequate supply it's simply going to push up prices much faster than people's income growth holy cats and they haven't even mentioned what it takes to get a freaking house permitted yeah you didn't say so you're saying supply and demand are tied together oh my goodness who would have known who would have known so, Great. again, if you can buy real estate, if you're in the position to do it, 
I would take advantage of it if I was you. Are they making any more of that? They're not making any more real estate, as we have continued to explain over and over again <laughs> on this podcast. So that was one rant. The next rant is wow. This is uh, I put this on some private in some private places on social media because I'm only doing that at this point. Uh, the ratio of framing a house used to be sixty percent lumber and forty percent labor. Labor. Would you agree with that, Alex? Mm, sometimes it's fifty fifty. Okay, close. Enough. Fair enough. It's going to illustrate my point. Fifty. Maybe it's fifty fifty. We're giving Al the fifty fifty here. Thank you. It's now seventy five percent lumber and twenty five percent labor. Is lumber tied to Bitcoin? What? Don't tell Bill Gates about Bitcoin. He's not impressed. Uh, lumber prices have increased 250% since last June. That's If you go to the NASDAQ chart, it's 250%. So I don't know what Fox Business needs a correction here because it's not 180%. Fake news. So it's all... Fake news, yes. So it's all of these factors coming into play. And yes, we have seen projects die because of it. Uh, I hope the next one doesn't that we have coming up because I have a budget update to send them over the weekend. Yay. Per <laughs> yay. Per our <laughs> per our recommendations on the architects to architects guide to slash architects builders course. Send it on a Friday. Let the wine flow over the weekend. Yep. Hopefully Monday everything is good to go. So I don't know, man. It made me think Bill Burr uh Bill Burr's podcast yesterday was pretty funny. He goes I, I would hope so. Uh, yeah, clearly. Oh my God, you have to listen to it because he makes fun of Meghan Markle. And like he talks, he, I was crying, laughing all by myself yesterday Yeah, because he does this British accent for literally like five minutes and it was just, I could not get enough of it. I'm like, please do that. I would need to tweet him today or something or email him. Like, please do that again. I'm going to email him. Please, please continue to do that. (laughs) Please, please do Bill Burr a Boston mail and then do a British accent. But he had a really good point. And the, one of the points is about, so he was talking about, uh, his house and it flooded once and his wife was all you know hysterical about it and he was too because bill loves his old house he loves and hates his own house but he was like that wood is priceless so how much more priceless is an old hardwood floor from the 20s now Mm. when that was old growth wood Mm. everything in that house is old growth wood and there's a shortage of new growth wood I mean, is it up the equity? Like somehow the equity there. Like, how do you translate that? Well, I guess it's it's housing prices, and that's yeah. why why yeah. that's why the existing housing stock is so much. Even so, there's that to think about too. That's why. Totally nuts. Totally nuts. So, that's what I got for you today on uh, prices and all that stuff. I have a spam alert. Spam alert. Spam alert. If you have gotten this email, you can just throw it in the trash. Trash it. Uh, because for a, for a quarter of a second, I thought that this one might be true, but then like I Googled it and multiple people had the same thing. said, hello there. This is Melanie and I am a licensed photographer and illustrator. I was baffled, mildly speaking, when I found my images at your website. Oh, at, they were at there. They weren't on there. They were at my website. At your website. Okay. If you use a copyrighted image without the owner's permission, you need to be aware that you could be sued by the copyright owner. Okay. It is illegal to use stolen images. Yeah. And it's so low. Uh-huh. And what's so low? Like It's so low, low like, like the act was so low. Yeah. 
on all the images that we had Jason take, take and Ooh, therefore they're copyrighted like, by ours. Like what? <laughs> our images are done by our firm. So, so I was like, I, we don't have anything. Take a look at this document with the links to my images you used at F9 Productions. Ooh, so, tell me you did not click. Download that link. it right now and check it out for yourself. And it looks like a legit. Like a Google email. download file. Huh. If you do not get rid of these images mentioned in the above file within the next couple of days, I will file a complaint against you to your hosting provider, letting them know that my copyrights have been severely infringed and I'm trying to protect my intellectual property. And if that doesn't work, you may be pretty damn sure I'm going to report. You got to be kidding me. You, you got to be kidding me. And you won't receive a second notice from me. Hmm. That's it. The same thing has been all over the place. So, so watch like, out for that. Yeah. They're just trying to scare you. Don't yep. be scared. Don't click. Don't, Don't click. click on you it. know who makes me not scared? Who? Nick. I feel love in my heart <laughs> when you say that name. All right. Well, let's uh, let's make the audience also not scared and give a little Nick with Nick Reads. Hello, best friends. I hope you all had a great week this week. A reading from Montana. Life is too short to wake up in the morning with regrets. So love the people who treat you right, forgive the ones who don't, and believe that everything happens for a reason. If you get a chance, take it. If it changes your life, let it. Nobody said it would be easy. They just promised it would be worth it. And will you succeed? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. 98 and three quarters percent guaranteed. Dr. Seuss. Toodles. Thanks, Nick. You were were great. I appreciate it. Yeah. But let's bring down the team for ARE Jeopardy. All right, here we go. Number one. Which of the following statements about decibels is false? Ooh, sound question. A, decibels are a linear unit of measurement. B, decibels are not a linear unit of measurement. C, the level of quiet conversation is 50 decibels. D, the threshold of pain for a human hearing is between 120 and 140 decibels. Do you need a repeat? Do a speed. Do a speed? Yep. What? Which of the following statements about decibels is false? I know it. A, decibels are a linear unit of measurement. B, decibels are not a linear unit of measurement. C, the level of quiet conversation is 50 decibels. D, the threshold of pain for human hearing is between 120 and 140 decibels. What do we got? We have A, 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 A. C and B, correct answer is A. Ah, I got that wrong. Which The correct answer is decibels are a linear unit of measurement. That, I thought it was not linear because I thought it went... Because once you go... You're dislexic. At every turn. Oh. <laughs> I got... got. Yeah. Uh, okay, number two. What is the result when absorption is added to a room? A, sound energy is removed from the room. B, the room approaches a free field condition. C, reverberance is lowered. D, all of the above. Or E, none of the above. Whoa, wrench. Wrench. I I forgot I threw that 
curveball in there. Yeah. What is the result when absorption is added to a room? A, sound energy is removed from the room. B, the room approaches a free field condition. C, reverberance is lowered. D, all of the above. Or E, none of the above. We got D. We have C. C. D. C. The correct answer is D, all of the above. Wow. Wow. All right. What do we got for a score? Show me. What do we got here? Two. One, 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 one. Goose egg. All right. Question three. A room may be considered a portion of another room if blank area of the common wall is open and provides an opening one-tenth of the floor area with at least 25 square feet. Oh, my feet. goodness. So it's... <laughs> this is it. So you're looking for what? If a room is blank area of, a com <laughs> of the common wall is open what area of the common wall is open is it a one-third b one-fourth c 30 percent d one-half so how much of that wall needs to be open for the rooms to be considered a portion of another rules and the rest of it was just it has to at least be one-tenth of the floor area and at least 25 square feet that's what it's saying all right, Reeves. Half is D, 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 C, D. It is D. One half. Nice. One half. All right. In the same section, I think we are in section 12. I was looking up. Kitchens shall have a clear passageway of not less than blank feet. Sorry, inches. Blank inches between counter, uh, countertops and appliances or countertops and walls. So how many inches between a countertop and another appliance or another countertop or a wall? A, 34 inches. B, 30 inches. C, 32 inches. D, 36 inches. D, 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 C, B. The answer is D, 36 inches. So... We have three correct, three correct, two, two. So we have a tiebreaker. What were you We're, thinking it was, 30? Yeah. I was thinking that too. Yep. Okay. Mark's going to come in with a tiebreaker. He's going to be on YouTube, everyone. Oh, I didn't even know uh, that. Are you ready? Eat the mic. All right. If brass and aluminum plates are connected by a passivated 304 stainless steel bolt, both the brass and aluminum were corrode where they touch the stainless steel. The, either aluminum or brass, will corrode more heavily due to it being a greater anode or cathode. Two-parter. Close. Nope. So Interesting. Aluminum or brass will corrode more heavily because whichever one it is is a greater anode or cathode. Ross has it right. Okay, so, so what is the answer? The answer is aluminum will corrode more heavily than brass, brass okay. because aluminum is a greater anode, and mm. anode is a material that corrodes when in contact with a cathode. A cathode is a less active metal. So wasn't the first one right? Yeah. Yep. Well, you said aluminum anode, and the answer... Oh, yeah, you were right. <laughs> he was right two times. All right. Where are we going to eat? I don't know, but where you're going on the internet is Architect's Guide 
architects2.com to get your architects to builders course. And you already know the contractor deal, um, which is essentially you take the test, you pass the test, you get a hundred bucks off. That's all I have. If you have not su subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do now because it is live this week. Go to uh, YouTube and then search for Inside the Firm Podcast. Hit the subscribe button. Do the same for Facebook, Instagram, all the other places. Leave us a five-star review. That's all we got. Bye-bye.